Great job, kids. Welcome to Mountain View Sunnyside. Merry Christmas. It's going to be a great day. And I'm sure what all of you are thinking is, where did you get that amazing shirt? Uh, we've got at least 29 left over uh, in the entryway. As you head out today, you can buy one for five bucks. Ushers are going to come forward. Let's give out of how God has given us. If you're here for the first, second, or third time, or one millionth, and you just never filled out that connection card, go ahead and fill that out today. Uh, drop it off at the info tables. You get to that circle area before you head out. Uh, we've got a gift for you. You matter to us you made this place matter to you. So we just want to say thank you very much in an easy to carry way. So I know it's been said many times, many ways, but we want to tell the Christmas story one different way. Uh, so let's check out the video. Let's kill the lights, roll tape. Here we go. Um, there once was a Christmas tree and it got stolen by Kylo Ren. There was um, a woman named Mary. She married a, a boy named G Skip. <laughs> um, there was Mary. There was a girl named Mary, and she was engaged to a boy named Joseph. And she was minding her own business when an angel appeared. And. And the angel and told Mary that she was going to have a baby boy. Mary said to the angel that she was not married. She told, and the, and the angel said anything is possible with God. And then when she told Joseph, Joseph didn't want, he wanted to back out of the, of the marriage. Then that night, the angel went to Joseph and in a dream and said that take Mary as your wife, don't be afraid. Then, then they moved to Bethlehem. The Christmas tree was its prisoner. Um... <laughs> Mary and Joseph went to travel to Bethlehem and they went to hotels and houses and asked if they have rooms so they can have a baby. But most of them didn't. And then they went to um, a stable. The person that worked at the inn said, um, there's no more space and rooms. We have a tiny corner with, by the animals in the stable. They had a baby and they named him Jesus. They put him in a manger because they couldn't, and they went to Bethlehem, and they could, because they put him in a manger because they didn't have any room to um, put him in. And lots of people and animals came to see baby Jesus. And then, there were some shepherds out in the fields. And an angel came to the shepherds and said to go to Bethlehem because there's a baby in manger that is a king. Okay, the birds want to say something. And so they found where they were because there was a star in the sky over this stable. And there were three wise men, men and they gave them um, Jesus presents. 
and um, they gave, and there were three of them, and they each gave Jesus um, a gift. So there was three gifts. Um, a gun and an iPad. And a skeleton. A Star Wars toy. An action. And Leia. And Qui-Gon Jinn. And Darth Maul. And a metal TIE fighter. Not metal. A metal limit. Yeah. Frankenstein and gold and myrrh. Gold. Um, that's all I have. Silver, gold, iron, gold, silver, and something else. I don't know. Forgot the name of it. Um, a hot wheel. And they brought him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, the Christmas tree, vitamin, he fell into lava. Coloran died. That's all that I know, but I don't know the, the edge for you. So the real Christmas was a lot like that. It's really good news that came at us in a, in a pretty weird way. Uh, it starts in, in Matthew chapter 1. That's where we're going to be. Matthew uh, is, a, is a guy who walked around with Jesus, who saw Jesus do life, saw him die, saw him rise from the dead three days later. And now he's writing to a group of Jews, which is what Matthew was, trying to explain to them that this Jesus who, who was killed for our sins is actually God's planned Messiah, God's planned Savior for all people. And so he says this in Matthew 1.18. He says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. The Messiah, it's not a word that we use all the time. Uh, it, Jesus, we know him often as Jesus Christ. So Christ and Messiah are the same word in two different languages that mean anointed one. And from the very beginning, we see that Christmas is God's plan. Because this idea for God to send his anointed one into the world started at the very beginning of the world. God created everything that we see. And every time he created anything, anything that happened, God looks at it and he says, it's good. It's good. And so he builds this world. He creates humanity. He puts the first man and the first woman, our first parents, into the world to, to do life. And it's perfect for like three verses because they're like us and they tend to mess things up. Uh, and when they messed up, when they did the thing that God said not to do, this thing called sin entered the world. And from that moment on, God had this long-term plan of how he was one day going to come back into the world to bring the world to himself. And so we look at that as Christmas, and we see that Christmas was God's plan, because Christmas is the instrument that God uses to bring the world to himself. This idea of the anointed one was going to be God coming with skin on to bring people to himself. And it was the plan from the very beginning, even when things looked totally chaotic, even when things looked like they were totally off plan, God looks at it and says, it's on plan. This is good. This is together. One of the great benefits of being married to Anna was she starts Christmas shopping seriously in October, right? So there is no like last second craziness for her. It's just like a slow boil from October until now, which means that like a lot of the things that she's thought about for the kids that they haven't even thought about yet have already been bought, wrapped, and are under the tree. So we were hanging out yesterday, and just in case she can hear me, we're going to use the word snowblower. Uh, but Eden, our 10-year-old, she comes in. This is on December 22nd. Uh, she comes in and says, Mom... I think for Christmas, I want slippers. 
One, that's not the time that you say what you want unless you want to get grounded. And so Anna, without skipping a beat, without even looking up, without just, she's just going through life and says, you know what, I think it's too late for you to get slippers because it's the 22nd and I'm done shopping. Uh, so maybe you should ask for that for your birthday, uh, which is going to be sometime between February and March because she's born on leap day. So she doesn't have a birthday until 2020. But Without even skipping a beat, she's just like this cold Christmas assassin of buying gifts way before the kids even think of them. Because Eden asked for slippers, there's already slipper, snowblower, there's already a snowblower under the tree. Like she doesn't even realize it. And she asks Anna for that, and there's no freaking out because this is the plan. The plan is that we're going to buy this stuff way back in October. We're going to wrap it a long time ago. We're going to stick it under the tree. And even though Eden has no clue, the snowblower is going to be there waiting for her on Christmas Eve. Or Christmas Day, that's when we open presents, Christmas Day. And that's how it is with God. Like Christmas is God's plan. And even as we read through the Bible, as we look through the stories of God invading humanity, going after his people, we see that Christmas is always his plan, that his plan is always to go rescue his people. As we read that verse before offering, uh, it was something that was written 500 years before Jesus. And in that, we see God already beginning to prime the pump to warm people's hearts to the idea that there's going to be a Savior who's going to come. He's going to change everything. So Matthew starts, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is where we know that God comes in because none of us were created this way, all right? All of us got into the world in a different place. And as Christians, this is why we take the birth of Jesus so seriously. Because from the very beginning, it was something that God had in mind. It was God's plan from the beginning. It's not like God looked over all of creation and said, you know what? That's the kid that I'm going to adopt. His parents are great. That's the kid that I'm just going to like throw my divinity, throw my godness on as soon as he's born. God begins it from the very beginning. That even at the point of conception, God is in working his plan for Christmas. And so there's, there's this young woman, Mary, who's a virgin, yet she's pregnant. And God looks at the whole thing and says, the plan is still together. Christmas is my plan. We're going good. This is going to be great. But then there's a complication. It's Christmas. They ran out of the thing that we want. Amazon said it was going to be here on the 20th. Now they're saying it's going to be the 20th of January. What's going on? So tis the season for complications. There's a complication in the first Christmas. Verse 19, Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, just like in the video, petting a bunny. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the Lord within her, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. I love this because the moment of, of God invading the Christmas story didn't come when things were neat. He came into a situation where there's going to be a young woman whose fiance was going to leave her because everything, everything pointed to the fact that she was unfaithful. And that's where God says, you know what, this is where I'm going to be seen. It's not in the situations in life where it's nice and neat all the time and everything's perfect and God says, okay, this is what I'm going to do. It's in a situation where it seems to be falling apart, where the wheels are off and, and the brakes are out and what's happening now. God says, this is where I'm intervening. That's where we see God's heart for restoration. That's where we see God's heart for situations for people who are far from him. 
If you're here today and you feel like I'm at church because it's Christmas, but me and God, we're not doing well. God loves you and God wants to work in your life. When we see God's desire to work in however much we think of ourselves as disasters, even in the Christmas story. Because God's plan was to use Christmas to show perfect love for you and me. God's plan was to use Christmas to show perfect love that he has for you and me. This unbreaking, unchanging, always and forever, never stopping love that's poured out for you and me. So it's Christmas time. Everybody's singing Christmas music. Uh, it's on Pandora. It's on everything. Uh, and I noticed myself like getting angry about this because you hear artists coming up. You hear songs being sung by people, and you look at the rest of their life, and you're like, man, th- this Christmas thing, you singing about Jesus Christ being Lord, like that doesn't line up anywhere else with your life. And I noticed myself like at the beginning of the month getting frustrated. Like, why are these people singing as Jesus is their Lord so they can make money and then like disregard that for the other 11 and a half, probably 11 and three quarters, maybe just every everything except for the one day where they recorded the song, denying God's existence and God's rule over the life with every other part of their life. So like I was listening to Christmas music that's supposed to make you happy and stuff, getting angry. Because I'm like, these people are frauds. Like quit singing songs just to make money about the Jesus not being who you say that he is. And then God said, no, 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 it's not how it works. Jesus came into the world not to give us a green light to do whatever we want to do in life, but to bring us from darkness into life through a relationship with him. If you're here today, you feel like you're far from God, Christmas is the time to come back because God invaded our world to bring us to himself. He didn't invade the world to keep things clean and to rescue clean people. God invaded the world in the person of Jesus. He put skin on to live like you and me to bring us into a relationship with himself. That's the good news of Christmas. It's the good news of a relationship with Jesus, of life with Jesus, is that we, while we were far from him, while we were running from him, God said, I'm going to run after them. I'm not going to wait until everything's perfect. Instead, I'm going to invite them into a relationship with me, even while things are messy. There's a big thing this year about porch pirates. Uh, you order something and it shows up on your doorstep, but before you can get home or before you can get to the door or whatever, somebody comes and they grab their grab your your gift and they run away. Uh, that's so like everybody has their different way of retaliating to that. Uh, and there's a guy who works for NASA, which means he's super smart. Uh, and one of his packages got stolen off of his porch. So he said, a lot like us, if that would ever happen to us, I have an idea. But his idea is totally different than my ideas and maybe different from your ideas. So he takes this box device that he ends up building everything inside of. And he puts a number of phones in there that all have cameras. He puts a fan. He puts a can of flatulent spray or fart spray if you're a real person, uh, fart spray and glitter. So you take this package, you grab this package off his porch. He had it fake delivered to him and then somebody actually grabbed it. He's got all this on like his home security system, but also the videos that are inside the box. And so somebody realized, hey man, I got a free package. I stole this thing. Take it. They go to their car and there's another one where they go to their house and they open the package. And as soon as they open the package, all the cameras turn on, which he can see because he's watching everything in his house. But also, the glitter, which sits on top of a fan, turns on, and a pound of superfine glitter goes everywhere throughout their house, throughout their car. All of a sudden, it looks like Disneyland everywhere. And so while they're trying to put their life back together, thinking, what the heck happened, then comes the fart spray. And it's not a little one. It's a big one. So while they're covered in glitter, all of a sudden everything smells horrible. And the guy who created the whole thing is sitting at home watching it all on his laptop. 
That's how to get revenge, all right? That's the point in our lives where God did not come for us, where we're at, where we're in charge of everything and everything looks awesome. God came for us when we're the people at the other end of the package, where life had gone a mess, where relationships had gone a mess. And God came for us at the point where we had nothing to offer him. If you feel like you're far from God, then Christmas is God running after you to bring you back to him. If you feel like there are things in your life this year that have not gone the way that you planned, where your relationship, your, your situation just isn't the way that you thought, man, this is where it's going to be for Christmas of 2018, Jesus came to put things back together. That's the hope that we have in God. Because we don't need to come at the person on the other side of the laptop who has the plan and everything's working out perfect. We can come to Jesus as the person sitting in the car with the stolen goods covered in glitter, smelling awful. Is that we can come in and Jesus invites us into relationship and receives us into relationship. One of the guys who walked around with Jesus uh, and see him do all these things, he, he explains that, that Jesus came into the world and put on human skin for the purpose of showing everyone how much God loves the world. Because for everyone who believes in Jesus, he gives the right to become children of God. God loves the world so much that, that instead of judging the world like we would, he forgives the world. John three seventeen. it's a great verse. It says, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. And that salvation is forgiveness of our sins. It's new life. It's, it's a new identity with God that when God looks at you and me, he no longer sees the things that we've done. Instead, he sees Jesus' perfect life, perfect blood poured out to cover our sins. And that's Christmas. is God coming into the world for us, on a mission for us. God's anointed, chosen before the world began, Savior of this is how I'm going to put people back together with me. Verse 22, this is back to the story of Moses or of uh, Joseph and Mary. All this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. It's God with us for our salvation. It's God with us for the forgiveness of our sins that we could never create, never earn, never get to on our own, never achieve on our own. It's God in us, empowering us to live differently than we used to, to live new lives. A guy who used to hate Christians until the day he became one explains it perfectly. He said, for everyone who is in Christ, which means that we've experienced forgiveness, which means we've experienced that, that new life, that relationship with Jesus. For all of those people, the old is gone, the new life has come. For us, that's what Christmas is. If you're here and you feel like you're far from God, Christmas is your invitation to no longer be far from God, but to invite God into a relationship with you. And God understands mess because God chose to use a situation where an unwed mother was about to get left by her fiance because everything showed that she had been unfaithful, but instead God said, this is how I want to demonstrate my love. That while everyone else might say run, run from, I'm running to the situation. I'm running to that person. I'm running to the one who everyone else says is a lost cause. And through that, God was born. Through that, Jesus came into the world. He came into the world to save you and me, to give us a new identity, to give us a new life, and to use us 
that having met Jesus, now go into the world to make a difference through Jesus. That we're sent out to change where we work, to change where we live, to change the people that we know who are far from God, to bring them into a relationship with God. And that's Christmas. Christmas was God's plan. It's God's plan to show us God's perfect love and to use us to demonstrate that to a world that's far from him. Let's stand and pray.